the I didn't realize you liked me that way deal. Because it's one thing to receive McDonald's, but an entirely other thing to know that they woke up early to face the world and bring you McDonald's breakfast still hot in the bag. Appreciate you. There's a deal for every morning. Now grab two loaded sausage burritos for only three bucks. Prices and participation may vary. Single item at regular price. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Greatest living collection of freedom fundamentalists. Mojo Five O. Welcome to the Pat Oni Show right here on Mojo Five O. I am your host, Pat Oni. You can follow me over on Twitter at the Pat Oni Show. Also on Facebook, Instagram, MeWe. Hopefully, Parlor again soon when Parlor comes back up. But uh, in the meantime, you can definitely follow me on all the other social media channels at the Pat Oni Show. You can use the hashtag Stand with Mrs. Pat, what I learned today, um, all that sort of fun stuff. And uh, I am on all social media channels when the show airs every 4 to 5 p.m. Eastern every Saturday so that I can converse with each and every one of you, which I I look forward to doing. Um, So definitely tune in every Saturday, 4 to 5 p.m. Eastern. You can also find me over on Critical Thinking with Andrew Coppins Monday through Friday um, from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern time as well if you don't get enough of me on the weekends. With that said, I am back. I am back, hopefully for good, for a while. Um, I only did one show, that is the Pat Oni Show, at the very beginning of the month. And then the next week, I had to have my wisdom teeth removed. And so, the rare fish and Rocky from Room 13 filled in for me once again. And as always, they did a fantastic, fantastic job. So, thank you to them for filling in. Um, And... If you haven't um, heard about me getting my wisdom teeth removed, um, Mrs. Pat thought she was funny. And by thought she was funny, she was actually pretty funny. Um, And she recorded me um, coming out of anesthesia of getting uh, my last two wisdom teeth. I only had two left. I had had two pulled in high school um, at at two different times in high school, actually. So I I had one, I think, pulled my sophomore year and another one pulled my my senior year, I believe. And then um, now at age 32, I, I had my final two removed. Um, my my bottom right one was bugging me, and then my top right one never actually came down. It was still up in my jaw. And so um, when my dentist referred me to an oral surgeon after my, my bottom one started giving me uh, all sorts of problems, um, the oral surgeon was like, yeah, let's take out the top one too. And I'm like, damn it. So I missed last week because it hurt to talk and it, it just, it wasn't fun. Um, but the me coming out of anesthesia though, if you haven't seen it, it is up on my Facebook page. I did tweet it out. Um, it's up on my Instagram page as well at the pattern show. It's hilarious. Go check it out. And you know, the river fish actually did me a solid too, because, uh, apparently in the video, because I honestly have really no memory of most of what happened 
after coming out of anesthesia. I, I have like vague memories of it all. And it, it's kind of like when you're in a dream and you know that what's going on, but what you say is not necessarily what you're trying to say or what's actually coming. It's all kind of just really foggy and hazy and you know, but you don't know at the same time. If you kind of know what, if you've ever been through any kind of like surgery and you're coming out of a deep sleep or anesthesia, you kind of know what I'm talking about. And well, apparently towards the end of the video, I, uh, somewhere along the lines made the comment that I am the, um, that I'm sexy and, um, and apparently I was on the cover of a magazine. Well, room 13 found proof. I wasn't lying. I was actually telling the truth. I was on time magazine, sexiest man of the year. The river fish and Rocky found it. That is also up on my Instagram page as well. And it's actually on all my social media channels, but, uh, uh, it is up there. There is real evidence. I am sexy. I was on the cover of a magazine. Fake magazine, but it was on the, still on the cover of a magazine, so leave me alone. But I am back, and uh, I intend to be back for a while. I've got some things in development with the show that I'm working on currently um, that's going to not only uh, enhance the show, but I, I'm going to be bringing you some different things. Um, there's going to be a slightly different format with the show um, in the coming weeks. That I'm, I'm rolling out some different segments and things like that. Um, I'm changing some things around. There's going to be some changes with the Mrs. Pat recipes. With that said, there is no recipe today because I'm still working on uh, making some of these changes. Um, and uh, I will give you a recipe, though. It's just not a Mrs. Pat recipe. So the, so stay tuned. I promise. There's still a recipe that's coming um, at the uh, bottom of the hour. It's just not Mrs. Pat specific. And I'll explain why. When um, we get to that point. So just stay tuned um, because I know some of you really tune into the show um, for the sake of um, food, not so much the politics. But and then and I get it because uh, nothing brings people together more than, say, something like food. So um, we'll get to that at the bottom bottom of the hour. Uh, All right. So. Speaking of politics, we had the inauguration of of Joe Biden uh, earlier this week, and um, Cobbins and I talked a little bit about it on the show um, a couple days ago, and there's something I I wanted to circle back to because it's going to tie into what I'm about to get into here in just a few minutes with some of the current events that have gone on over the last couple of days since the inauguration. And one of the things that I'm seeing, and it's pretty much any time I get on social media right now, I see one of really two things. Either I see people praising the hell out of Joe Biden and praising, well, not so much praising Joe Biden, but praising that orange man finally gone. He's not gone, but orange man gone. He's not the president anymore. The other thing I see is um, 
you know, the MAGA forever crowd and, and like the, the hardcore Trump movement, uh, just in incredible despair. And I look at these things and I, 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 I shake my head. I shake my head. And, and the reason why I do this, folks, and, and because I know a lot of people who listen to the show are very much Trump supporters. Look, I love you guys. You guys are awesome. I think you're great. And I appreciate, I really do. I appreciate that you stand up for what you believe in. I appreciate that you liked this previous president. I had my issues with him. I didn't hate him, but, and he proved me wrong on a lot of things, but I, I refuse to go down the path of he's the greatest president ever. I, I, I refuse. I'm very much a founding fathers, George Washington kind of guy. Okay. If you've listened to this show, you, you should know this. Okay. But we have one side in despair and then we have another side that is just my faith is restored and, and all is well and blah, 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 blah. I mean, it's, it's, it's like seeing the narratives of both sides from 2016 completely flip-flop in 2020 or rather 2021. If you are in either of these groups and you are in either of these situations, might I suggest that you're doing it wrong? The reason why I say it is because if your happiness is tied to whoever is sitting behind the desk in the Oval Office, you're doing it wrong. If your livelihood is directly tied to who is sitting behind the Oval Office or the desk in the Oval Office, you're doing it wrong. And that goes for any elected official, really. Because here's the truth. The President of the United States, generally speaking, does not affect you very much. I'm not saying he doesn't affect you. But he does not affect you very much. Um, your local representatives, your mayors, your people in your community will impact, have more of an impact on your life than the president ever will. So are we headed down the road to socialism? Yes, but we were headed down the road to socialism before Joe Biden. We were headed down that road with Donald Trump for Pete's sakes. Look at what we're doing with all these stimulus checks. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. Um, and and we've we've seen the right essentially embrace modern monetary theory, especially over the last couple of months, with all the stimulus packages and all the spending bills and it just it's insanity. It's absolute insanity. It's like money doesn't matter anymore. It's like. Socialism good as long as you stamp an R on it, but it's socialism is bad if you stamp a D on it. Well, what happened to just socialism being bad? Socialism is bad. <laughs> it doesn't matter if there's an R or a D next to the name, it's still bad. Just because you uh, take a pile of crap and put sprinkles on it doesn't make it less crap. 
Okay. So my point to you is you as the individual have the power and should have the power over yourself. You have the power right now to pursue life, liberty, and pursue your own happiness. No one has taken that away from you. I'm not saying there aren't people that aren't going to try because I think there are people that are going to try. I definitely think the Democrats and the the left and the progressive left and even those who are on the progressive right are going to try. It's just going to be in different ways. And many of us, for whatever reason, because we like one person or another in politics, tend to get duped. Now, I know, I I, I sound like a hateful, uh, pessimistic, not trusting of any politician whatso-freaking-ever, and frankly, you'd be right. Um, I, I don't really trust any one politician, not completely. I'm not saying there aren't a few that I like. I do like a few. There are a few that I actually do like, but I don't trust anyone that has any kind of power or could potentially have power over me completely to justly always use that power. And nor should you. Because the power that I have over myself should always be for myself. It should never be used to for others um, to or or rather be used over others, I should say, uh, because you have your own freedom. And, and I'm very much a live and let live kind of guy. I very much, this is what I'm ultimately getting at. I'm a live and let live kind of guy. We can get into the minutia of all the politics of the right and left, and, and we can have all these conversations and blah, blah, blah. The bottom line is, move on. Are these next four years going to be tough? Good chance especially what we've seen over the last few days was with some of these uh, executive orders that have passed um, by Joe Biden himself. Uh, I think we are going to be in for a very long four years. Some of the statements that have been made, I think we're going to be into a very, very long and very comical four years. And when I say four years, I really mean however long that Joe Biden's going to be president because we all know Kamala Harris has taken over at some point in the future and possibly even near future. But one of the things that, that the other thing I've been hearing a lot about, especially as I get on social media and I'm hearing a lot from my leftist friends. And while I appreciate the sentiment, because I think for most of them, they actually mean the sentiment. I don't think that they actually are, uh, being nefarious because they're being duped themselves. Um, they just don't know it. Um, but unity. We've heard Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and, and many other uh, Democratic leaders call for some form of unity. Unity in what exactly? You know, people keep talking about, oh, my faith is restored and we need unity. 
what was your faith restored in? What, what are you wanting unity in? Was your faith restored in God? God's been there for the last four years, even for the last four years. Was it restored in America? America's still here. You want what? What do you want unity? You want unity in God? Well, I've never even asked for that. The only reason I don't ask for it is because I know so many people that do not share my faith. Unity in America? Well, mm, America wasn't so much founded on principles of unity. Was there unity? Yes. But there was also a lot of disunity, if you will. The founding fathers didn't agree on every issue. They weren't united on every issue. They disagreed on a great deal of many things. I, I dare even say there were a lot of founding fathers that did not like each other. Um, for example, Thomas Jefferson and uh, Alexander Hamilton did not like each other. So, unity. Unity in what? If, if there was anything that the founding fathers were, were unified in, it is for freedom for the freedom of this country, for the freedom of the individual, if there was anything that they were ever united in at all, and the nuances of this were, were disagreed upon, because otherwise why have a constitutional convention? They had to figure all of this stuff out. They had to figure out the best way to set up a government. They had to figure out how do we do this together? They had to do these things. So so unity, when you, when you say unity, what are you talking about? Because frankly, what it looks like to me with what's been going on, is it unity behind Joe Biden because Donald Trump is no longer in office? I'm sorry, I can't get behind Joe Biden. I can't. Why? Because I don't really think that he's qualified to be president. Not to say that maybe at one point in time he may may or may not have been, but now he's, what, 78 years old. He has clear mental decline, and he's getting up there in age. I, I don't know that he is mentally fit to lead this country, and we've seen it throughout the election cycle. But we had to put him in so we can get Orange Man out. That is that the unity that, that, that you're looking for? Is it the unity of uh, impeaching Donald Trump after he's left office? Because that makes zero sense. That makes zero sense. Here's actually a, a little, a short little clip of now Senator, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer talking about the erection that is coming up. But make no mistake, there will be a trial. And uh, Hold on here. When that trial ends, senators will have to decide if they believe Donald John, Donald John Trump incited the erection, insurrection against <laughs> the United States. Um, he, he, he accidentally used the term erection rather than, um, insurrection. 
Ugh. Poor choice of words there, Chuck. Poor choice of words. Why? May I ask why this is even a relevant, why is this even a topic of conversation at this point? Donald Trump is no longer the president of the United States. It is now, his title now (laughs) is former president Donald Trump. That is his title. He is not the president anymore. So when you're impeaching him, what are you impeaching him from exactly? There's nothing to impeach him from. He can't, it, it, it makes zero sense to me. And so they're saying that, well, we're going to impeach him. And now they're going to hold a trial in the Senate and it's going to happen. And we're going to convict him, which I don't know how they're going to do that because you need two thirds. You need two thirds vote. It's not a simple majority. They're not getting two-thirds. I can tell you that right now. So, why? What, where's the unity in this? Because this is this is what it exactly is to the T. This is the Democrats kicking a man and also 74 million of his supporters while they're down and in the balls three different times. That's what this is. This is taking your political opponent and punishing them for all the crap you didn't like for the last four years. Unity. There's there's unity in that? Really? I, I... I'm sorry, but if 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 that's what I'm supposed to be unified around right now, then I don't want unity. I don't want it. I I I refuse to go down that road. I refuse to play that game. I refuse to exact revenge. Justice, sure. Revenge, mm. And then everyone blaming him for what happened in the Capitol building a couple of weeks ago. Not Donald Trump's fault. Just saying it right now. Not his fault. Um, prove me wrong. Change my mind. The man said every, told everyone to go home. And if they were going to protest, to be peaceful. He didn't call for violence. He didn't certainly didn't call for what happened in the Capitol building to happen. I've read the speech. There is nothing there in there that is implicit of him calling for violence and rioting. But hell, the BLM and Antifa, they can riot and loot all summer long, and it's called protesting. (laughs) Unity. It's laughable. Absolutely laughable. And here we are having to put up with this bullshit and we're what three days in to Joe Biden's presidency. Yeah. Yeah. This is, this is going to be a long four years. It's going to be a long comical four years. Um, and we'll, and I don't mean comical necessarily in a good way. It's going to be funny, but it's not going to be like funny, like, ha ha. It's just going to be like, 
you're shaking your head like, what in the hell did we just do to ourselves? Unity. It is honestly such an overplayed, overhyped word. It's dishonest. It's, it doesn't mean what it actually is supposed to mean. And the only reason I can say that is because here we have this group of people saying one thing and then they're doing another. They're doing, an, I mean, look at what Joe Butt did in the uh, Lincoln Memorial. Signed a bill for uh, mask mandates on federal property and didn't wear a mask. Hmm. Violated his own law. So it's really rules for me or rules for thee, but not for me. As uh, Again and again. About ready to go to break though, so... Uh, before I go, American Pride Roasters. It's the official coffee of Mojo Five O, and um, I'm kind of at the point where I just kind of want to start pouring myself a cup of coffee because even though I don't actually drink coffee, it's just going to be a long four years, and I just I need something a little stronger than a Dr Pepper sometimes. Anyway, go to AmericanPrideRoasters.com. That is AmericanPrideRoasters.com. You're listening to the Pat Oni Show right here on Mojo Five O, and I will be right back right after these messages. Hi, it's Doc Thompson for Matthew 25 Ministries. Matthew 25 Ministries is one of the few charities I'll actually endorse because I know them. I've worked with them, and I know almost all of the money that you donate goes to help people. Go to m25m.org, m25m.org. If you said the world has gone crazy, I think 99.9% of the Earth's population would, in fact, agree with you. Here's the thing. You can never be too prepared for the craziness that's happening all around you. Keep your head while others are losing theirs. Go to preparewithmojo50.com. You will find an emergency food supply with a big discount because you are a Mojo 50 listener. It's not about uh, panic. It's about being ready for anything. Preparewithmojo50.com. G'day mates, Tech Roo here on location in Australia in search of a rare and elusive wild hare. Most think you would find him when the sun don't shine, but we will find him right here in this primitive Aboriginal outback. I would never consider an excursion like this without my Patriot Supply survivor gear in my pouch. No, not that pouch. I don't have a pouch. In my backpack. Besides the four-week emergency food supply kit that's back at home from preparewithmojo50.com, I've got an emergency blanket, my one-size-fits-all poncho, my snake bite kit, and my Alexa Pure Survival Spring Straw. Crikey! There's a wild hair now! Ain't he a beaut? What's up, Doc? Find some great deals at preparewithmojo50.com. PatriotEnergyAZ.org slash Mojo50. Want to save some cash on your electric bill every month? Maybe even get a check back from your electrical provider? That's where you start. PatriotEnergyAZ.org slash Mojo50.
Welcome back to the Pat Oni Show right here on Mojo 5 I'm your host, as always, Pat Oni. You can find me over on Twitter at the Pat Oni Show. Also find me over on Facebook, Instagram, MeWe. Hopefully, Parlor again soon when Parlor comes back. Um, I, I'm not intending to join any of the other social media channels at this time just because it's already a lot to keep up with the social media channels that I already have. So, yeah, um, definitely find me over there. I am on all social media channels, including uh, my MeWe chat room. Um, generally speaking, every Saturday from 4 to 5 p.m. Eastern, so definitely tune in. And, yes, this show is pre-recorded. Thank you, Stephen Neri. Um, by the way, you can also find me over uh, on Critical Thinking with Andrew Coppins from 5 to 6 p.m. every Monday through Friday. Um, we are over on criticalthinking.locals.com. Um, you can subscribe there for just five bucks a month um, and get our video version of the show and also exclusive content as well. Um, and I'm going to be doing more on the local side of things, on the critical side as well, so that you can actually um, find my show over there here soon too. Um, so be on the lookout for that. Um, so you'll definitely want to become a, at least a member of the critical thinking community. Um, and you'll want to, um, also subscribe. Just trust me, subscribe. All right. So before I get back into this whole unit unity type stuff, I want to get into the Mrs. Pat recipe of the week and by Mrs. Pat recipe. It's not actually a Mrs. Pat recipe. Um, it's actually just a pat recipe, but let me explain to you the, uh, vision I have had, um, with the Mrs. Pat recipe segment. I'm going to build this out a little bit more essentially is what I'm doing. Um, and the reason why I'm doing this is because I think the, if I can make it somewhat more interactive rather than just me reading a recipe on the radio every week, I think would be more fun for everybody. Number two, um, these aren't going to be exclusively Mrs. Pat recipes anymore. The reason why, and I, and I will explain this for those of you that are married You'll understand this completely. I love my wife to death. I admire my wife. And there is nothing that I wouldn't do for her. Um, and as much as I like to give her the business on the show and make fun of her and all this sort of fun stuff, um, at the end of the day, um, I absolutely love and adore my wife. And there's nothing I wouldn't do for her. As many of you know, and if you've listened to the show for a long time, um, Mrs. Pat had injured herself or rather re-injured herself back in June, uh, last June, um, where she messed up her knee again. And, um, she's had a messed up knee for, for years now. And she's finally going to be hopefully fingers crossed, uh, getting it fixed sometime, um, early this, this upcoming summer. Um, and the reason why we, we waited this long is because she's got to be on summer vacation. Um, because she's going to be non-weight bearing for a while and, and during her recovery. And uh, she'll be going through some fairly intense physical therapy. And so when things like this happen, um, you know, you got to step up. And, and um, I'm trying to do that for her. And um, 
how I'm doing that for her in this case is I'm starting to cook more. Now, I know a lot of you like to make fun of me and all this sort of stuff about, you know, my cooking and things like that. And here's the thing. I actually do know how to cook. Um, I'm, I'm not a bad cook. I'm just not the cook that Mrs. Pat is, but, but there is a, but, and it's a very big, but, um, for the last several months, yeah, several months now, Mrs. Pat has been making me cook more often. And so I now cook a few meals every week. She cooks a few me- a few meals every week. We, we kind of have it pretty well split between the two of us. So now I'm cooking more and more often. Because I've been doing so, I've been you know honing those skills, I guess, a little bit more, if you will. And I'm going to um, put something together with what I've been doing with, and also what she's doing in terms of cooking um, and sharing that instead. So it's in development. I I don't want to get too specific with what I have in mind because I've got to, I've got to do some testing first. Um, but that's, that's where I'm at. Um, and so it's not just going to be, the segment's always going to be called Mrs. Pat's recipes. Don't, don't, don't get me wrong. Um, the, the name's not changing. The hashtag's not changing. It's just not going to be exclusively something that my wife actually makes. Um, but for at least for right now, it's still going to be called Mrs. Pat recipes and all that sort of stuff. So stay tuned for that because there are, there is stuff that's coming. So with all that being said, let me give you the recipe for this week. And I think everyone will really like this because I actually, I made it for the first time the other night and Mrs. Pat really loved it. And I've been so one thing, if you've also listened to the show for a while, one thing I actually do love to do in terms of cooking is grilling. I like grilling. I like working with meat. And um, I've been trying to expand my grill game and expand working with meats and things like that and just doing things along those lines. And I like, I personally like when I when I do work with like steak or chicken or, or really just anything, I like experimenting with different kinds of rubs. Um, my wife prefers marinade. I personally like rubs. I think it brings out a little bit more flavor in the meat. That's just me personally. Um, I like working with a little bit more texture wise. It gives it a little bit more um, to the meat too. Sometimes if you do it right. But the other night I did a um, cast iron seared steak. And the way I did this, okay, and I, I recommend getting like a sirloin or even like a hanger steak would work fine. They don't need to be very big um, because they got to fit into a cast iron skillet. So I guess if you've got a big cast iron skillet, you can get a bigger steak. doesn't really matter. It, it, it'll, it'll work. So all I did in this case um, is I actually just took some salt and pepper um, and generously rub salt and pepper uh, over the steak um, and uh, a little bit of olive oil. That was it. I do want to try this with a few different kinds of rubs, but I, I, I hadn't tried this before, so I wanted to just keep it simple. Um, so 
the next time I do this, I'm going to use a different kind of rub to do it, but um, just some salt and pepper. It'll do just fine. So just a little bit of olive oil. And I will, I will have all this written out and I will put this up on all the social medias for you guys too. And um, what you do is you take your cast iron skillet. Okay. And you put it in the oven um, at 425 degrees. And you leave it in there for about five to 10 minutes. Um, and, and it's just the skillet. There's nothing in it. Okay. Being clear on that. There's nothing in the skillet at this point in time. You just put it in the oven at 425 degrees for about five to 10 minutes. Okay. What, that gives you some time to go prep your steak and get it all rubbed up and everything. And just get it the way that you want it. Once, you know, you get your five to 10 minutes, you carefully take the cast iron skillet out. And I recommend actually turning your stovetop on just a little ahead of time. So that way your stovetop gets good and hot. You're going to want to put it on high anyway. Okay. So your stovetop is going to get good and hot. And you put the cast iron skillet on the stove. And then you carefully place your um, steak on the cast iron skillet. And what this does is it sears your steak. Um, and it, it's actually, it's a pretty quick process. You're, the, the first side you only do for about mm, three to five minutes. And then you flip it and it's about another five minutes. And that, that's for a medium rare. You, if you want it a little bit, uh, if you like it a little bit more like well done or, or a medium rare or medium well, I mean, uh, you'll want to cook it for a little longer, but then you also want to check the temperature too, just to make sure it's cooked right and through for whatever, however you like your steak. And whenever I make steak, cause I, I made, I did this and I did um, some Instapot baked potatoes as well, which that's really easy too. Um, and I, I, whenever I make steak like this for my wife, I always ask her, um, is this the best steak you've ever had? So far, she keeps telling me no. I've gotten close. I've gotten close. But she keeps telling me no. It's still good. She still likes it and still really enjoys it. But she often tends to compare me to like, you know, a Texas Roadhouse. Okay, I'm not Texas Roadhouse. I'm I'm homemade run-of-the-mill, average Joe kind of cook. I'm, I'm not Texas Roadhouse. I'm trying to beat Texas Roadhouse. Don't get me wrong. I'm still trying to, trying to do that when it comes to working with steaks. However, I will say this. I have made the best pork chops that she's ever had. So pork chops I've got down. Steak, I'm getting there. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get there at some point, and uh, she's, she's going to say that Whatever steak that I cook is the best steak that she's ever had. Just saying. It's going to happen. It might take me a while, but it's going to happen. Anyway, you can use any kind of different kinds of rubs. You can even do a marinade with this too if you wanted. Um, if you prefer a marinade over a rub. But I promise you, so, so good. So good. Um, and uh, I will I will get all this written out and I will um, put it up in the MeWe chat room. Um, and 
possibly my Instagram. I want to start using my Instagram a little bit more for some of these recipes and stuff like that too. So uh, keep an eye out there. All right. Valentine's Day is coming up, by the way. Have you gotten your partner anything for Valentine's Day yet? If you haven't, ladies, well, even even gentlemen, if you have a significant other um, that enjoys the outdoors, that enjoys working outside or enjoys going camping, might I suggest getting them a cat cooler? I'm dead serious. This could be for men and women for all I care. Um, Because these coolers are the best coolers. They're the best coolers on the market. They flat out are. Um, They are worth the price. By far worth the price. Because they keep your food and drinks cold for up to seven days. And who doesn't want that while they're out camping and while they're outside working and uh, or, or Heck, if you are the kind of person that likes to throw the occasional party, you know, you, you got to have some extra space for the, the the food and drinks. Cat coolers are great. Seven days guaranteed to keep your food and drinks cold, folks. Go to catcoolers.com. That's catcoolers.com. Use the promo code MOJO50. You'll get 10% off your purchase. It's worth it. I promise. So go to catcoolers.com. Again, that's catcoolers.com. Use the promo code Mojo50, 10% off your purchase today. All right. So I was talking about unity in the first half of the show. And I got to play a little clip from Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez because, well, how is... How is this unifying? Let, let, let's see what she has to say here. And this is when she was on uh, CNN with Fredo um, talking about uh, how she didn't intend the inauguration because, well, she doesn't feel safe around Republicans. Let's play a little. Maybe. Here we go. This country, you knew that people would ask why you weren't there. Um, mm-hmm. This was a good cause from your perspective uh, of dealing with your constituency but this was supposed to be a show of force and unity and you weren't there explain it yeah you know i think we also had very real security concerns as well um as you mentioned earlier um we still don't yet feel safe around other members of congress how many are we um I think a very considerable amount. Um, a lot of members do not. You really feel think that colleagues today. of yours in Congress may do you dirty? Yeah, well, one just tried to bring a gun on the floor of the House today. I believe it was uh, Representative Andy Harris of Maryland. He tried to um, bring in a gun onto the House floor for individuals who don't know guns are not allowed in the District of Columbia and certainly um, the House floor is uh, there are separate house rules that prohibit um, the bringing in of firearms. Now, these are rules that date back to the Civil War. And um, these are individuals that are trying to sneak firearms either illegally or in direct violation of house rules. Why does a member of Congress need to sneak a gun? onto? I will tell you why a member of Congress needs to sneak a gun on the House floor. Um... Did you see or not see what happened a couple weeks ago at the Capitol building? This is for personal protection and safety. 
Um, we also have this thing, I don't know, it's called the, uh, the, the Second Amendment of the United States Constitution, uh, the right to bear arms. Um, you know, I, I don't care really what the House rules are. After what happened a couple weeks ago, um, <laughs> the Capitol security was pretty um, abysmal at, at best. And she's yapping about, well, there's, there's, I just don't feel safe around certain colleagues right now. Why? Because they're trying to protect themselves? And likely you? Look, just because I own a gun does not make me dangerous. How I use that firearm can make me dangerous. How I choose to use that firearm can make me dangerous. If I'm choosing to carry a firearm for personal protection, I'm not there to use it just because. Why shouldn't I be allowed to do so? Especially in recent events. Especially when you've got threats from what? QAnon and Antifa and, and the BLM and all this sort of stuff that's been happening around the country for the last, I don't know, year. And not to mention the threats that were going around the inauguration day. And not to mention what happened a couple weeks ago. I think it's pretty justified, but uh, but unity, unity. We got to we got to be we got to be unified in all of this. I was reading an interesting article. Um, it was called "United We Fall." And before I I did this show, and I. I always thought, you know, unity would be a great thing. You know, it, it would be nice to, to feel like that we are unified as Americans again. And I, I understand that sentiment. I do. I really, really do. But it's overrated. And unity is, well, it's a false promise. Because now that I think about it, unity seems to be a downward path, a road to decline, if you will. It seems to be a way to for to to push society into a a way of some sort of conformity. What I want for myself, for my family, for others, is to be independent free-thinking, honest, intelligent, compassionate, innovative. Because those are how we move, those kinds of things are how we move society forward. Unity, on the other hand, well, like I said, it demands conformity. It demands obedience. It demands unreliant minds. Less free-thinking and when you take those things away, you you take away your ability to really push things forward for yourself and for your community. And let me let me let me make the case here. Unity can come in all sorts of forms. Were the Nazis not unified in Germany around Hitler? What about um, those around 
I don't know, Fidel Castro or Joseph Stalin? Was there not unity there? Do we not have unity around things that are inherently evil and that would deter us, that would deter our individual liberty, our freedom, our rights, our dreams, our hopes, our happiness? Are there not people that are unified in this country right now that would love to basically tear this country down and basically hit the button on the Great Reset? Are these things really worth being unified in? No. I would argue that they are not. You could point to just about any major event in the world, and there's some sort of unity there. Uh, There's a couple of great quotes here that I I found interesting. It says, an individual immersed for some length of time in a crowd soon finds himself either in consequence of magnetic influence given out by a crowd or from some other cause of which we are ignorant in a special state which much resembles of a state of fascination in which the hypnotized individual finds himself in the hands of the hypnotizer. I could make the the, the sentiment of those that are very much against Donald Trump. They're not for Joe Biden, but they're against Donald Trump, so they're willing to do whatever they can to get Donald Trump out of the office, no matter the cost. I'm specifically referring to those that are claiming to be conservative, but are ultimately just calling themselves never Trumpers. I could make the same case here for the MAGA forever crowd. It's when we start worshiping government on some level and we start worshiping the person that we really want in office more than we start worshiping um, God, for example, then it's like the blind leading the blind. We are being successfully duped. We are unified in being successfully duped. Another one. From uh, Charles Chaplin, man as an individual is a genius, but men in mass from headless monster, a great brutish idiot that goes were prodded. I think of men in black when I, when I heard that quote of uh, when he's sitting on the park bench deciding whether or not to join MIB. And uh, Tommy Lee Jones character tells Will Smith that uh, a person is smart, but people are stupid. And there's truth in that. We are maybe better off not being unified right now. And I want to caveat this because the more I think about this, and I want to basically put this out there as I'm not saying that we should never be unified. That's not my my argument. My argument is if we're unified around the wrong things, around unrighteous things, then we're in some serious, serious trouble. See, unity has to come with both freedom, or rather liberty, and also morality. Without these things, unity should not happen because then what ends up happening because every leader 
has flaws. No one is perfect. Every leader of a movement, or wannabe leader, as this article would say, stresses the necessity of numbers. Every one of us needs to show up and make them take notice that I hasten to tell you is a fatal error. It's a wonderful it's wonderful for a wannabe leader to get to he, he gets to be the great one, but it destroys the followers. When you have a mass movement, a following a noble leadership, individual level virtues are squeezed out and actual improvement along with it like this. Listening to the leader displaces self-judgment. Following the leader displaces self-motivation. Lauding the courage of the leader displaces the courage to act alone. Quoting the words of the leader displaces self-responsibility. If we want real enduring progress in the world, we must each make our own decisions. We must take full responsibility for our lives, and we must each muster the courage to act alone. Until we can do that, we won't move the world forward by any appreciable amount. In other words, what I'm getting at is, unity is overrated. It delivers a false promise, especially if that unity is around something that is anti-liberty and is something that is amoral. You must have morality, you must have liberty, and you must have agency. You must. None of these things can be taken away from the individual. But it tends to happen when we call for unity. We're also calling for conformity. And that is about as anti-American as it gets. Don't get me wrong. We can agree on a lot of things. We can unify around a lot of things. It's a question of whether or not we should. Should we not question our leaders? Even the ones we like, by the way. I love Mike Lee. But man, has he said and done some things that I question at times? Has he said and done things that I actually disagree with? My point is, dare to be different, dare to think for yourself, and dare to stand alone if you must. You do these things and you do so in righteousness. You do so in the name of liberty, in the name of of freedom. And you do so by setting a good example for those around you, not demanding that they believe what you believe or demand that they follow you, not demanding that they just conform to your way of thinking. If you can do that without doing those things, people will follow you. I would follow you because then I know that you are a moral, that you are a strong, righteous, liberty-loving individual that would never take away my freedom of thought and my right to a course of action as I see fit. Again, Unity for the sake of unity is a false promise. Unity for the sake of morality, 
and individual liberty. That might be something worth fighting for. I'm going to leave you with that. You've been listening to the Patterning Show right here on Mojo Five O. Uh, Jason Gouffray, defending Two A, is up next, uh, and you can find me again on Critical Thinking Monday night, five p.m. or yeah, five p.m. Eastern, on Critical Thinking with Andrew Coppins. You, don't get lost. Remember who you are. No means no, and uh, go Bucks. We'll see you on Monday. This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo Five O. For too long, we've lived in a world of canceled and delayed. No more. Those plans you've been making, they're on. Thanks to OnGo, the number one ranked at-home rapid COVID-19 test. So that vacation where you get to swim with the pigs, it's on. Your friend's wedding that was pushed back four times, it's on. The roar of the stadium, it's on too. OnGo, COVID-19 test results in minutes. OnGo is available at letsongo.com slash radio and Amazon. This product has been authorized by the FDA during the public health emergency only and only for the detection of proteins from SARS-CoV-2, not other viruses. The claim number one ranked is supported by ECRI's usability evaluation conducted in December 2021.